Hello, everyone. Thank you for another show, LMV show. Today, I have a special guest, Joe Garcia. He is a legend in the network marketing. He's been in the business since 1993, and he has a lot of things to chat about, about his story. I cannot wait for it. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, Louise. You know, by the way, uh, I'm too young to be called a legend. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. You are Give a legend. Give me a few more years. Give me a few more years. Perfect. Sounds great. So, Joe, uh, what if we don't start from um, from your story? How do you got where you are right now? And uh, to share the story, and uh, we were talking uh, off the record about the point in your life that you decided to become the best version of yourself. And who was Joy Garcia before taking that big decision in your life and start working in your self-development? Well, when I graduated, Louise, great question, by the way. When I graduated from college, um, uh, I took a business management course in college. Mm -hmm. And when I got my degree, uh, right, uh, right out of the – my dream growing up was to be an NHL hockey player, play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. So you know what I did is uh, I decided that I found out where some of the Maple Leafs practiced during the summer, mm -hmm. and I got a job at that location as a Zamboni driver. You know, and I, I loved that job just, you know, and I uh, had a, a great time. And I, I worked there for a couple of years. Um, and then I, uh, I basically got a job in the um, fitness industry as a night okay. manager in a multi-purpose facility. I got so good at my job within a couple of years, I was managing the whole place, you know, in my early 20s. Yeah. Wow. And um uh, that was really the first time I tasted freedom, mm -hmm. uh, what freedom felt like, because I was able to work my own hours. I was able to uh, hire new people. I was able to play squash during the day. And I yes. also saw uh, people that were working out during the day and playing squash during the day and just having fun. I saw a correlation to those people. They all were business people who own their own life and yeah. own their own business. So uh, Christmas 1992, the owners of the company came to me and said, well, Joe, you've done such an incredible job. We are now able to sell the club for millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my God, that's, that's, they were praising me up and down, you know, and I was patting myself on the back. The next day the club was sold, Louise. And out of ignorance, I thought, that I would get all this profit sharing, you know, yeah. it was my work. Or, yeah. And that was the last time I ever saw those people again, no profit sharing. And I promised myself at that moment, it was like a defining moment to, for me because wow. I realized I was building someone else's dream instead of my dream. Mm -hmm. And I, I promised myself at that moment, I would never work for someone else again. So think about it. I was in my early 20s, I, uh, yes. 24. I was, I got married at 22. I just became a father. Wow. Um, and going to my wife and say, Margaret, I'm never going to work for someone else again. <laughs> <laughs> and true enough, 30 years later, I've never worked for anyone. So it was a scary thought at at that time during mm -hmm. that year, you know, making that decision. But I realized that, again, uh, if I went back into the working 
world, I would never reach my goals. Yeah. Dreams, uh, and I wouldn't have very little control over my future because I could see that happening over and over and over again to me. Right. Yes. And that was a defining moment when it came to my financial life, my business life. Wow. So that was on December 1992. I was three months old. Oh, thank you very much for that. <laughs> But yeah. uh, that, that's amazing. And um, I, I cannot even imagine going with your wife and just telling her like, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to make it happen. So uh, yes. I got a mentor. The thing is, is, is um, I was just so focused on my dream. So I, uh, as long as I could remember, I mm -hmm. had this fire within me, this burning belly, this, this flame inside me. And like uh -huh. most people, uh, that never dimmed out on me. If, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. Joy, uh, you said about the dream and uh, I was reading uh, your book that you have for free uh, in your page. That is uh, a lot of value in it. Dreams are very important. And you mentioned that you had a fire desire in your dream. Do you mind sharing the dream that you had at that time? Yeah. So when I was, um, as long as I could remember, I was a dreamer. You know, I yeah. remember eight years old, I was telling my, my siblings and my parents I was going to be rich when I get older. I was going to have this certain lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I could, even as a kid, I felt this burning belly, this burning vision within me. Yeah. And when, when the owners of that club, because I was becoming very comfortable, even at that age, because I had a great job, great income, mm -hmm. you know, great lifestyle in terms of me deciding who I was going to hire and able to play squash during the day at times, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, when that all happened to me, I recognized, oh, my God, I, uh, I was getting comfortable. I got to go after my dreams. You know, I, mm -hmm. that burning belly was there. And that was why I made that decision. I got I to gotta, um, do better than this. You know, I got to move forward. I didn't know what I was going to do. But another defining moment a couple of months later, mm -hmm. I to just to answer your question. I come home. I don't know what compelled me, but I come, came home and I started to write down what I wanted my life to look like 10 years from that moment. Wow. So on my list was I wanted to work from home because, you know, my parents were immigrants from Portugal. They moved here mm -hmm. when they were in their early 20s before I was born. They had two full time jobs and a cleaning business to develop the life they had here in Canada. Okay. Yeah. So they were always working. So as a kid, I realized. I can remember thinking, even as a kid, when I have kids, I'm going to have all the time for them. You know, yeah. so, so working from home represented that all that time, you know, mm -hmm. I had places in the world I wanted to travel with my family. Okay, so the car that I wanted to drive. So how I would spend my days was all on that mm -hmm. list. So when I started looking at that list, I thought, oh, my God, I can't focus on any of these It's too many things to focus on. Yeah. But what is the one thing I can really focus on? And this is the key to creating a dream. Is because a lot of us have this bucket list. So when you have yeah. a bucket list or you have a, um, a, a dream board, you have all these things that you want to accomplish. It's so hard. You got to understand the power 
in manifesting is always in the focus. Always in the focus. So I thought to myself, what is the one thing that I can get on this list that if I achieve it, all the other things will come because I have the money. Yeah. And that was dream home. I thought, okay, if I could get this multi-million dollar dream home, you know, everything is on this list I would already comp- accomplish. So if I could afford a dream yeah. home, I'd be working from home. You know, yeah. no problem. I would be able to travel and all those things, right? So I, my purpose became this dream home. So I fell in love with it. Like I fell in love with this vision. And then a few months later, I'm in my local library. You know, years later, I know I manifested because I fell in love with my dream, fell in love with my purpose. Yeah. In the local library, and a gentleman walked up to me and showed me, introduced me to this industry of direct sales and network marketing, mm-hmm. and that I could work from home and building it from home. And, uh, you know, um, over a period of a couple months, uh, I decided this was my vehicle to my dream. Nice. Yes. Nice. That's fantastic. That would never have happened if I didn't fall in love with my dream. Well, the power of falling in love with your dream. Uh, I've, we had a, a call uh, every Monday. We have a like mindset call with a, a CEO of the company that I'm working with. And he always mentioned that you need to fall in love for, in the, in the process of what you really do and not what the outcome is going to be. Because if you don't love um, the process or what you really do, like the outcome never is going to fulfill you. Is that yeah. correct? Well, the thing is, is if you start with the end in mind, mm-hmm. uh, the, I'm just speaking from experience and the thousands of people have helped over the years. When you ha- fall in love with the end in mind, with your dream, yeah. mine was that dream home. The process came already it was yeah. already built into I, that that i think that, that many dream. people are focusing how am i gonna do it how can i do it and what can i do in order for me to get it instead of focusing in why and following their dream and yes. falling in love as you're saying for what they really want so a good analogy to this uh louise when you fell in love with your wife the mm-hmm. first time right you didn't have to write notes and say well i gotta think about her today or the next hour. She was always playing in the movie in your mind. So that's yeah. what love does. Love has it playing in your movie in your mind. And when you can get your dream to that point, yeah, then you're 90% there, 95% there. Day it's the in, day out. That drives you to do the work. And 100%. it'll also move you in the directions that you need to be in mm-hmm. to accomplish that dream. The challenges with most people is because they don't have a dream, they're living their life by default. So what that means is, is they have good things happen to them, bad things happen to them. It's like mm-hmm. the yo-yo effect because there's, you're really not telling the universe exactly what you want. Yeah. yeah. So in my book, I explain the process of how things come to us in life, how things are manifested in this world. And what science talks about it. And when you understand the science, then you think, mm-hmm. okay, this is logical. Yes, 100%. And in the uh, your self-development part of your life from that point, when you start like growing and getting into uh, network marketing, uh, 
most of the people say that reading is powerful and you start learning and you can skill yourself up by reading. Which one were the books that you were reading at that time to empower yourself or to get more skills and um, and just become better? So, you know, in my early 20s, I recognized that um, I needed to develop a lot of skills. Okay, mm -hmm. so... For example, I had a, a scholarship, a soccer scholarship, mm -hmm. um, in my uh, in my late teens, and I recognized as a person in to get better as a soccer player, I needed to work at my skill sets every day, not every other day, not once a week, not once a month. You got to put the time yeah. in to develop your skill sets. If you look at any profession in today's world. Okay, here's the thing is most people go to school and they think once they finish school, education stops. No, because what you don't know in today's world will hurt you. Ignorance is no longer bliss. Mm -hmm. So in, if you look at the high paying professions in this world, the ones that have reached the top on those professions, they're working on themselves every single day. They're growing their conscious level. If you look at professional athletes. Mm -hmm. Okay, that make it to the NHL, make it to NBA, make it to professional soccer globally. You know, they're not only working on their skill sets, but they're paying people to work on their mindset, to get their mind in a, a performance where they're capable of performing over and over and over again. There's, and they're now uh, paying people to, to uh, build the, the, uh, their body you know, where it works optimally and train their body to work optimally. So all these, and they understand if you want to mm -hmm. make it to the top and stay at the top, you got to consistently work on yourself. So awesome. to answer your question, when I recognized that in, in my 24, 25th, 26th year, I needed a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. So I had to develop a, a business plan for my skill sets. And the number one skill mm -hmm. set was my mindset, getting me set up for success and learning how to manage money and mm -hmm. grow your mining mindset and all these skill sets. So uh, I created a business plan where I would spend an hour a day every morning mm -hmm. in that field reading the right books, okay. listening. Back then, I'd go to the library and copy yeah. tapes, take out tapes, copy at home, yeah. listen to them over and over and over again. And that was my um, education factor that I applied every day for an hour. And I've done it for now 30 years. It's just something comes wow. natural to me now. Is there any any book that changed your life? That there is always, uh, I believe that we all have a book that changes our life. For me, when I started reading, for me it was uh, thinking grow, uh, thinking grow rich. Sorry, um, rich dad poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. That was the book for me that changed my perspective of seeing things in financing and real estate, right? And that's kind of how I got into what I do. But uh, that that book changed my way of thinking in in in, in life. I think um, because I've been so super consistent mm -hmm. in my, what changed my life 
wasn't a book, wasn't a uh, program, wasn't a, mm-hmm. uh, a seminar that I went to. You know what changed my life was the consistency. Wow. Planting abundance and prosperity, love and hope into my mind every single day. That's what changed, continued to change my life. Wow. You think about it. You have to, even today, there's so much toxicity, Louise, globally. Yeah. Like you could read a book and the concepts of those books is, oh my God, I can't believe this. It's changing mm-hmm. my life. Maybe I should say. But if you're not doing it every day, the yeah. week will take control. No matter how great a book is, no matter how much time you read that book, if you're not disciplined enough to do it every single day, the weeds mm-hmm. will take control. You know, the master, Jesus Christ, parable mm-hmm. of the farmer, where he says, if you plant great seeds as a farmer and you're, mm-hmm. and you're not watering it every day and you're not pulling the weeds every day, what happens? The weeds will take control. Yeah. Who's actually talking about the mind? Because the mind is the most important thing to ourselves and to our body, to us supporting healthy lifestyles, healthy mindset, is doing that consistency and consistently every single day. That's what changes your life. Not just a book. It's that consistent over and over and over repetition. And talking about mindset, how can people keep their mindset healthy? How can they work on their uh, healthy and have a healthy mind and being always uh how can they keep constantly keep working on their mindset without being like uh uh, this is just too much it's all overwhelming because i think people uh think that because you have to work on this you have to work on that you have to work on this and this blah 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 and the list goes on right Mm -hmm. and sometimes uh looks like it's overwhelming for many people uh, there, there are many books that uh, about it that you can just work just in one little thing and then it compounds, right? But what's what what are your thoughts about it? So it goes back to what I just shared is setting up a business plan mm-hmm. or a life plan or whatever you want to call it, where you're going to spend half an hour, an hour. I do an hour a day on feeding my mind, planting the great seeds in my mind. So Fantastic. when you have a because awareness is important, Luis. What you mm-hmm. don't know in today's world will hurt you. So ignorance is no longer bliss. So uh, for me, and what's in, in really important in life is awareness. Okay, the more you grow mm-hmm. your mind, the more that you see things differently. So, for example, um, let's look at what's happened the last few years during the pandemic okay and so it's so easy on the internet to get into rabbit holes what i mean by rabbit holes is getting yourself focused on a certain information and algorithms now start to mm-hmm. get you focused on that more and more of that stuff so let's say you go and listen to a video with all kinds of conspiracy theories yeah what ends up happening now is all the algorithms start coming towards you. And if that's all you're consuming, eventually mm-hmm. your, your perception is going to change because that's all you're feeding your mind. You know, so another example is uh, uh, last year I bought myself a new car. 
Okay, it was a reward, a reward for myself. And it, it was a certain blue color, and it was a Lexus. Mm-hmm. And the, the salesperson told me, Joe, I think you have the only, the first one in Canada of this car. Yeah. Right? And I thought, wow, that was cool. Let's, let me get that color. Okay. So I got the color. Car came five months later. And as soon as I picked, I, I never saw that car or color during those five months. Yeah. But as soon as I picked up that car and took it on the road, guess what? I saw a couple of cars that were that color in my brand, wow. in, the, in the Lexus yeah. brand. So how does that happen? That car, though, that was, it's because now I'm focused on, on the intention of looking for it. That's the power of the mind, eh? It's the power of the mind. And before, I, I probably never noticed the car, that color driving by me because I wasn't focused on <laughs> yeah. it. At the time. So awareness is the key to growing our ourselves as individuals so we can consciously make decisions that are that mm-hmm. are not based on crazy stuff <laughs> yeah and uh in your book you mentioned uh, 10 different steps that you can do to manifest your dreams and one is that we just touch base on it is basically have a have a dream, create a vision, right? This basically will be the create your plan, right? That that you were mentioning. And and then he says on the number two, to, to fall in love with it. I think we have touched base on a few uh points that, that you mentioned in your in in your book, right? And become a student. And your book is obviously in your industry and networking stuff, but for people that are, are planning to something in their life, how can they become a student? What can they do besides going on the one hour or give 30 minutes in, in your book mentioned at 30 minutes, you do it for one hour. Uh, yeah, how can they become a student and commit? Uh, I think they have a problem with commitment, right? People committing to do things in order for them to change. I think that's, that's a challenge, isn't it? Well, we got to understand, yeah, we got to understand the 90 plus percent of the beliefs that we have, mm-hmm. beliefs about what we can do personally, yeah. uh, beliefs about money, beliefs about finances, beliefs of how the world works. So all these beliefs that we have have been primarily programmed into us. So we need to be aware of that, you know, our religion, for example. You know, mm-hmm. Most of us never chose our religion. We grew up in a certain religion. Yes. Okay? So these beliefs are been programmed into us. So recognizing, again, it comes down to awareness, Luis. Mm-hmm. So if we understand that all these beliefs that we have that make us, us as a person have been programmed into us, then a question that we can ask ourselves as we get older is, what are the beliefs that I have right now that are holding me back from experiencing my best life? Mm-hmm. From experiencing um, my best day, from experiencing anything, what is you know from experiencing success, whatever yeah. that is to you. So when you ask those questions, um, you need to be a person that is, and again, that comes to that consistent work on yourself every day. Yeah, where, yeah, I'm willing to change my belief on this because I know I never chose it. And, and when you do those, when you ask yourself those questions, incredible growth comes from it. 
Why do you think people stop asking those questions to themselves? Uh, well, my guess is like sometimes it's hard to see themselves in their mirror, right? Well, it's, it's what... just awareness. They're not aware that mm-hmm. number one, the way that what they're manifesting in life is actually yeah. coming from them. Because there's a lot of people believe that God is treating us like puppets and that he has, he or she has complete control over what they do and their successes and everything else. But think about this is it's not logical that if you believe God is, is is responsible for your success in that Mm -hmm. way, it's not logical to think that we have free will. How can we have free will and still be treated as a puppet or that he is saying, please, you're the special one in the world and I'm going to grant you success. <laughs> what about yeah. all the other sons and daughters in the world that are struggling with with addiction and struggling with pain and struggling with money and struggling with all kinds of stuff? So as I grew older, I just continue to ask myself, um, I have complete control. God's greatest gift to me was I can completely control the direction of my life. That's the, the gift. Wow. Wow. And uh Just before we wrap all this up, Joy, what are you doing right now to improve yourself and be the best version of yourself every day? Is there anything that you're working right now or what's what's the plan that you have for this uh, this year for uh, for well, your self-development? So consistency, Louise, is as soon as I saw got the formula that worked, mm-hmm. I've been doing it all these years later. I don't change is yeah i may tweak this and this but Mm -hmm. i'm consistently doing the same thing over and over again because it's producing me results and uh uh, because all success is a simple disciplines repeated over time failure is simple errors in judgment repeated over time so the disciplines that i do every single day i've not changed for a long time you know i've tweaked it here and there You know, before I used to, uh, I stuck with the hour of personal development, yeah. uh, but I'm consistently do that. I'm very anal in that area. You know, yeah. um, uh, my manifestation um, system that I have in the book, I'm doing it every day. Like I visualize my dream at the same time every day. Yeah. I begin with the end of my, I know it's all about emotion. So I'm creating that emotion, you know, um, The stuff that I've worked on uh, on myself is the leadership aspects to life, mm-hmm. you know, being a better father, better person. You know, for example, one of the things, the rules that I've c- done for years now is I never react yeah. you know, uh, in any situation. I'm always waiting till the feelings have left me. So then I'm able okay. to deal with the situation very quickly. So I've stuck with that rule even though it's been difficult in yeah. cases because our e- there's two parts of ourselves. There's the ego, mm-hmm. which is man mind and man, man made. And then there is our uh, Holy spirit, Catholic scholar, Holy spirit of Christians, but your internal guidance system, which is connected to everything it is. So there, your ego is always trying to fool you, Louise. Wow. Uh, so it wants you to react. It wants you to uh, uh, lead with your ego because it knows it has no power, but it wants to fool you that it has the only power. 
But if you start to learn, when you fall in love with your dream, what happens is your internal guidance system now is working for you. It's leading yeah. you in directions that incredible things happen from there. Perfect, yo. And well, I'll give before... you a good example on this topic. Yeah. Sorry. Is um, ni- uh, 1997. Okay, mm-hmm. this is four years into my entrepreneurial journey. I come home late at night. Larry King Live is on, and which is, uh, you probably don't know who Larry King is. He was a no. <laughs> guy on CNN. Okay. Famous interviewer, you know, and um, he was interviewing a author of a book mm-hmm. called The Other Side of Heaven and Back. And something inside me told me, Joel, you got to read that book got to read that book so usually when i have that internal guidance system mm-hmm. connection i go and do it but for some reason i didn't listen okay. okay a few months later my daughter's having swimming lessons at a recreational center that has a library in there as i was walking in that library that book is there facing me really and i remember the feeling I remember the feeling, Joe, you got to get that book. So I immediately went on Amazon at that time. Amazon was just a bookseller and went online and ordered that book. And when I read that book, Louise, I knew why I was told to read that book. It was meant to be. I was told because of my journey. I was in love with my dream. Yeah. And the universe, you know, this perfect universe that God's created is puts these things in line where that internal guidance knows everything that is. So it knew that I needed to read that book to get me to that next level, get me to that next level. Right? So that's what people need to understand. When you're in purpose in life, these things happen all the time. And all you Mm -hmm. have to do is listen. The challenge is most people are listening to their ego, which is always trying to do you wrong, you know? Always wants yeah. to check who has the power. But if you listen to an internal guidance system, knows everything that there is. And when you listen, you're more apt to listen when you're in love with your dream instead of living your life by default. Wow. And you, you know what? I, I'm a firm believer that uh, talking about in, in my beliefs, uh, I believe that God talks to other people too. And I encounter different situations that uh, I talk to people and like, it, it just feels, it's all my guts. It's like, it's just God talking to me that like, you have to do this. You know, okay, so and, let me ask you, why do you believe that? Because if it's on my, it feels, I don't know how to explain that. It, so, it, it's, and I, why, I, do you, uh, why do you believe that? So, that's, that's a good so question. now this is the question that you have to ask yourself. You know, like, for example, um, uh, we were taught kids were babies were born in sin, that we were all born in sin, mm-hmm. which is the concept of imperfection. Yeah. Okay. So when I thought about that as a kid, I go, uh, when I first read that Bible passage and our priest is telling us we're born in sin, I thought to myself, anyone that's held a baby knows this baby has never been in sin. It's pure, mm-hmm. it's pure love. Yeah. And so that concept, I, as I got older, I thought, no, we're not born in sin. We're made in likeness of God. We're perfect. So it's, it's the beliefs that we've been told that we believe we catch on to those beliefs and say, okay, I'm not perfect. I'm allowed to screw up. 
yeah. uh, I'm allowed to get sick or whatever it is. But in actual fact, we are perfect human beings. It's the stuff that we do become imperfect. Th- that's a difference. So like mm. God is talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe it? So that's a question that you can ask yourself if that empowers you or uh, it does it, it it does and i think it, it comes down to what you were saying right like it, it goes to my path and uh th- there's thir- certain things in certain moments of my life that it just for i don't know for the universe but it happens why i can just cannot explain it but it just happening and that's how i feel that god's talked to to me through other people like this is the, the right way to go makes sense yes so great beliefs mm-hmm. that empower us no matter if it's true or wrong uh is good go for it okay 100% and helps us move forward uh is go for it so when i started believing okay god is not treating me as a puppet that i have complete control yeah that it was empowering for me that's awesome okay that was empowering for me if so before what i was taught is that okay god's blessings are for special people or okay that person got blessed and i'm not and i must be some something wrong with me i must be simple yeah. like that that was disempowering to me that stopped me from going after my dream. Wow. wow. Well, think about That's it. Nothing. So when you have a belief like that, ask yourself, is this empowering me or is it holding me back somehow? It's like money. I'm writing that down. <laughs> it's like money. Is money, if we, uh, if we are struggling with money, we have beliefs about money or we continue to have struggles about money, we have beliefs mm-hmm. that are holding us back. So what are those beliefs? Rich people are bad. Uh, I'm not worthy to make money. You know, um, you know, there's so many of these money stories that we tell ourselves. Money doesn't grow on trees. I can't afford it. So if you keep on telling yourself, I can't afford it. You're going to get that all the time. There you go. I thought I lost you. I couldn't hear you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying, money beliefs. Yeah. You know, uh, if we say to ourselves, we can't afford it, mm-hmm. continue doing that, what happens? We make money decisions based on our perception of not being able to afford it. Instead of saying, my dream is this, I'm more, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense, Joey. Thank you so much. And yes. before we before we go, can you uh, tell the people that is listening right now, uh, if they're thinking to do something in, in their life and they're struggling to become that person that they really want to be, what can they do? Or is there any story that you can tell us uh, from, from your experience that, that can help these people to ignite what they have inside, yeah. inside cool. them? Well, I shared the the story before we got on, Luis, because you're yeah. originally born in Mexico. So I've spent a lot of time building my business in people's homes, uh, traveling throughout Latin America. And one of the things that um, wasn't logical to me was Latin America from Mexico down to the tip of Argentina compared to Canada, U.S., there's a mm-hmm. difference in in prosperity and abundance. Yes. And 
uh, it wasn't logical to me because we're on the same side of the planet. We're mm-hmm. outside of the indigenous people. We are founded by Western Europeans. Canada, U.S. usually was French and the English, a little bit of the Spanish. And Latin America was primarily the Spanish and, and Portuguese. Why the difference in prosperity? And after visiting a lost city of Chanchan in Peru, going into the burial grounds and something that resonated with me from the tour guide, she had said that like all this, the, um, the archaeological digs right across Latin mm-hmm. America, the burial grounds had nothing in them because they were stolen. All, anything that was worth any money was stolen by the Spanish. Mm-hmm and sent back home and i thought now i got it and it was just just came to me is this because in the u.s and canada when the settlers came here primarily they were looking for a home but Mm. in latin america primarily they were looking for wealth yeah so generations later the foundation luis has created the world that we see it now in latin america compared to canada u.s Latin mm-hmm. America is still f- far behind on equality and, and lifestyle and abundance yes. compared to uh, any, uh, Canada, U.S. So the foundation of your life mm-hmm. and the foundation of life is determining a purpose in your life. What is it that you really want? Mm-hmm. Your dream. And when you have a dream that's specific, like go, getting... Uh, out of debt that's not specific because mm-hmm. you know these quantum bar particles that actually f- create things on this earth don't know what the, the what yeah uh, what that means so your dream needs to be very specific and when i coach someone it mm-hmm. has to be something tangible you know because if someone wants to become a millionaire for example that's not tangible yeah. most people don't know what a, a millionaire is mm-hmm. is okay so it has to be something physical that you can actually see with your mind. And this is what I want to accomplish. Like, for example, the dream home. I, I, yeah. was, I didn't know at the time, but that changed everything for me. Because when I focus on my dream home and my yeah. uh, kids playing in that, even before I had kids, <laughs> yeah, know, uh, playing in the backyard, I could visually see that and fall in love with that image. And eventually I manifested it. You know, so... It has, so that became my purpose. Wow. My business. That's what woke me up every morning to do the work, the, to do the one hour a day on my business plan, on my mm-hmm. mental capacity, to do the activities that I needed to do daily. That's what forced me to do it because that was my dream. I fed the giant within me. So when you, that giant is that light. And you need to feed it every day because if you don't feed it, someone else mm-hmm. will. Something Come else home. So that is the foundation to life. So when you have a dream, everything else changes in your life. Okay, here's the challenge in North America, Canada, United States. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I know Mexico is part of North America, but for this example, here's the challenge in, in Canada, United States. Most people. More than 50% of us are yeah. living a good life. And what a good life is, a roof over their head, our bills being paid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we're not struggling to eat every day. Mm-hmm. 
that's a comfortable life. But what are the statistics? I think like 60, 70% of us are paycheck away from getting into really big trouble of feeding our family. And you yeah. see now with interest rates growing, there's lots of difficulties in the economy and we're going to see it more and more this year. So having a comfortable life to the, compared to most of the world in mm-hmm. the Western part of the world is a good life. Okay. However, here's the thing is, is you're susceptible to losing your job. You're susceptible to, to all the other things that happen randomly to us. Because yes. You have a dream or a purpose and now you get into struggle where most of the world is living, struggling to put food on the table. And it's you're swimming upstream instead of downstream. So when you downstream. swim upstream, you're taking two strokes forward, one step back. Yeah. Three strokes forward, five steps back, strokes back, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have a dream, a purpose, now you're going to be swimming down the stream with the current where you're going to be able to attract things so that's the Mm -hmm. foundation to your life when you have that set then your life is going to move into the direction all areas with that foundation and the foundation is a dream so for those of you who are religious or have read the bible or been heard someone read the bible to you Mm -hmm. is probably the most famous quote is in proverbs is without vision people will perish it doesn't say without vision in the translation in Greek, you're mm-hmm. going to die. Perish in Greek, when it's translated into English, means you're going to have difficult times. You're going to have struggles. So it's the vision is what creates. Wow. Life. So think about that. So that's another part of. So that's the foundation. And I like to use that analogy with Latin America. Because, mm-hmm. again, just think about it. They have the same resources, same side of the planet, founded by the same people. But, but a they, lot of difference on the... huge difference. Mm-hmm. Because no one from Canada is trying to escape into Mexico, outside of Cancun and Merida and <laughs> some of the <laughs> they in Mexico, <laughs> right? Uh, but they're... Uh, and across Latin America, you have all these people yeah. come up to Canada and the U.S. because of that dream. And what they're really looking for is that dream of having a roof overhead, not struggling as, as much anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And, and from my experience, um, as the sun shining in my eyes here, <laughs> from my experience traveling the world is what people want most in life, what their dream is, uh, is freedom. And what freedom is to most people, people around the world is having enough money where they don't have to worry about money wow bomb but money is a consequence to growing your mind your awareness the amount of work you put into yourself you'll tap into the money i think that i i think topic uh, that money the, the topic of money is a total subject in self and it needs like an hour to talk about that relationship that people need to have with money isn't it yeah and there's a lot of that is a deep programming you know we've all gone through it i still knowing all the money i've made in my life i still have to work on that side of myself 
because there's some deep programming from my parents really growing up <laughs> as immigrant uh as an immigrant family here in canada but mm-hmm. because i'm aware of it louise i'm able to work on it i'm able to understand where that's yeah. coming from you know like my dad's yeah. greatest fear mm-hmm. was to because uh, he grew up with no shoes he grew up in an island off the coast of uh, portugal in the azorean islands okay and, and uh volcanic island uh, farming they didn't know they were poor but they were poor right they were yeah living off the land so when he moved here in his early 20s his greatest fear which is your greatest fear my greatest fear is not as a man not able to take care of our family yes financially and so that's why he worked hard day and night to contribute to the family and that still was with him over over the years so human guys so if you look with guys the reason why males get one of the major reasons why they get into substance abuses mm-hmm. like drugs and alcohol uh, is because it goes back to our dna as as males is when we were hunters and gatherers, if we didn't know mm-hmm. how to hunt or we didn't hunt very well, our families would starve. In today's society, if we don't take care of families well financially and we struggle in that area, it's a huge hit to our ego. So what mm-hmm. do men do immediately? They'll start to drink it out because of the way it's making them feel. that They don't feel like a true man. Yeah. How does they did I just thinking about a book that talks about all that all the stuff oh, really? and then yeah uh it's uh it's by Stefan Ernio. Well, I don't wanna I'm not gonna give publicity, but well he passed away, unfortunately. Great guy. Uh it's called um um Strong Men Create uh I have it used right here. Just give me one second. Hard times create strong men, strong men create uh uh, uh, easy times. That's that's how it, that's how it goes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, he called it the Bible of men. <laughs> strong uh, hard times create strong men. Yep, that's the name of the book. But and it times, talks. But hard times can destroy men if they're not working on themselves. Just yeah, and, and and it's just uh, a a total Bible of uh, of men and ego and how to kill ego kind of yes. thing, right? As a man, but Joey. Thank you so much for your time. I know that you're a busy man. Uh, how can people contact you uh, for any of your services in coaching or anything else that you offer? Yeah, you can go to whyjoegarcia.com, mm-hmm. whyjoegarcia.com. You can get my uh, book, the Greatest Year Ever, Your Greatest Year Ever. You can download- now, by the way, it's fantastic. Your Thank you so much ever. for putting that yeah. together. And uh, and it's for free, guys. So if you guys are interested, you can just go and download the, the book. It's for free at whyjoygarcia.com. So, Joe, thank you so thank much you, again. Maurice. Take care, everyone. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.